0: As I was looking at God's creation yes, and, thank and you, how Lord. wonderful everything is that God made, you know, God told me the wind was blowing something fierce, but the air was warm. And the Lord just told me, you know, He said, this is, this is what life is. You think that it's one way, you're inside your vehicle, and the wind is whipping, and it's co- and it just seems like it's a cold wind because it's such a violent wind. And as I was watching this wind, he reminded me, he's like, but you know it's warm out there. He said, looks are deceptive. We think that things are one way, but they're not. Because what we do is we try to think that we're God, and we try to think and say, hey, I know God's going to do this, and God's going to do that, and this is God's way, and this is what's going to happen, and this, this, and this. And a lot of times we get out of the will of God because we are sitting there, and we're making assumptions about what God's plans are. And I'm going to tell you something. God has a different plan than what you think, you know? God is not uh, the respecter of persons. I mean, God is, he's no respecter of persons. He, he's going to do, for one, what he did for all, you know? And um, the strangest part to me was that I sat there, and I repeatedly... And I do mean repeatedly. Um, I repeatedly took and um, judged what I was looking at. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what on earth am I doing? Why am I assuming things are one way when they're not? And he reminded me that in the Bible a lot of times that's what people did. You know, they would assume that things were one way or another and um, so you know what is this password? so we've got to um, stop taking that uh, and going with that we have to quit um, assuming that we know what's going on when we don't a lot of times we have to step back and take a look. And when we um, when we take in a, a look, we are like, Jesus, why is it this way? You know, what's going on? Why are things the way they are? Should I live? You know, this way? Should I live that way? Um, sorry, y'all got distracted by trying to get on the radio thing, but I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Um, but the thing is, our life is not our own; we belong to God. you know we belong to Jesus, He is our Lord and our Savior um, he is the the way that we do anything and the reality is that we a lot of times we do not trust him to guide us now during this time i've had time to sit back and think about how did i feel when i found out about my grandson because i didn't find out till the next day that he had, had a seizure and then while well, i'm on the phone with his mom he has a second one and i'm sitting there and i'm i'm confused by my feelings because i know that god's got this but at the same time, it's like I'm afraid to breathe. It's like holding my breath to wait and see what they're going to say, what's going to happen. And the Holy Spirit kept telling me, you just got to trust me. You know where your trust lies and you know where your heart lies when your your family member goes through something, especially a child. So we either believe this word or we don't. We either know it's true. We know that... Um, His word has meaning. We know that his healing is in his word. We know that everything that he is doing is in his word. You know, so it is so difficult for us as humans to let go and let God. We want to take control of the situation, we want to fix the situation. And my daughter described it so well. She said that was the worst two minutes of her life while he was having a seizure because she was absolutely helpless, and there was nothing she could do, but only God could. When you don't have control anymore, you need to turn it to God, and, and we don't have control, people. We have no control in this life. You know, King David, he, he lived a long time and wrote 150 psalms, more or less, You know, Psalm 117 is only two verses, and it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his mercy and kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Do you know the truth of the Lord? Do you know today what the truth is? You know, a lot of times we will look at a situation and we think we know the truth, and in reality, we know nothing. We don't know what we're looking at. We don't know the, the backstory. We don't know the circumstances. We don't know what is or what was. We just know what we're looking at. And you know, we have to look through the eyes of Jesus because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of times we we will make a judgment call and we will we will make a, a statement where we have said something or responded in a way that was nothing to do with what was truthfully going on in front of you. Our life is not made for us to judge every situation and every every uh, circumstance. We're to look at it and we're to go to God. How many times do we need to go to God every day? We need to go every hour, maybe. But when you are are thinking that something's one way and and we get offended and we hold offenses and we hold bitterness and we hold unforgiveness, you know, uh, one of my grandchildren's going through that. They actually thought that they caused this because they held unforgiveness for someone. And the reality is that's not even a possibility that they could create this. Yes, you reap what you sow, but... You can't control what the devil is trying to do to others. You know, he wants this child to be convinced that they are responsible for a act uh, against their uh, cousin, or, and and they. It's not so, you know? The devil's job is to kill, steal, and destroy and to warp your mind, to to bring in all kinds of false information to your mind. And when we allow Satan to do that, then you know what we do? We open the door for all kinds of demonic activity in our life. Then, of course, we get into the superstition. You know, we, we need to cross the black cat that walked wind in front. We need to put an X on our windshield. You know, superstition is against the Bible. It's against God. You need to get away from your superstition ways. There is nothing and no basis for superstition except for its demonic work and activity in your life. Superstition is demonic activity taking place in the earth to make you think that um, God is showing you something. That's That's not it. Superstition is just that. It's demonic. It's witchcraft. Get away from it. You need to cast it out of your life. If you haven't cast it out of your life, you need to do so now. And if you can't, then you need to find a pastor in a church, and you need to go there, and you need to get it cast out because demons are at play right now. They are constantly around us. They are constantly fighting for our soul. Our job is to surrender all to Jesus. The songs we sing shouldn't just be lip service to him. They should come from the heart. They should mean something. When we sing them, they should mean something. You know, life is too short for us to constantly be concerned about, well, this one did this, or this one said that. You know, 40 years ago, he said blankie to blank, blank. We don't need to be worried about that. We don't need to be worried about what somebody said a year ago. If they said it a year ago and you didn't forgive them, then you're the one walking in sin, not them. You know what? Life is about your walk with God, not about your judgment of someone else's walk. We need to stop judging other people's walk. We need to judge our own. Because the Bible says that we should rightly divide the truth. We should be judging ourselves. We should, uh, so that we may be healed. So that we may be made whole. So that the uh, life of us can be forth through God through us in Jesus' name. But we need to get ourselves in check. We need to stop looking in that mirror and looking at our brothers and sisters. We need to look in that mirror and look at ourselves. And we need to start cleaning up our own house. Cleaning out your own front. Clean your own garden. Clean your own yard. Because I'm going to tell you something. The more you got your nose in somebody else's business, the less you got fixing yourself for God. You need to stop trying to be something that you're not. You are not all that in a bag of Fritos when it comes to God. Every one of us has a stand with God. Some of us may be a stronger prayer person. Some of us may be stronger in the word. Some of us may be stronger. In singing, some of, stronger, um, uh, some of us may broken, be stronger. Some of us may be stronger at burden, uh, visitation but each of us have our own individual thing with God we each have our own calling our own walk do not try to walk. I preached this about a year ago I don't even know how long ago but I said if you try to walk in somebody else's calling you're gonna get blisters on your feet because their shoes do not fit you stay in your own lane stay in your own calling and stop passing judgment on everyone you know What people don't realize is ministers are the most criticized and the most judged people there are because we're, you know, they're judged for everything. They're judged from the clothes they wear to the hairstyle to the kind of glasses they have to what kind of coffee they drink. Who are you to judge anybody? You need to start looking in the mirror and start cleaning up your own backyard. I don't know where this is coming from, but God said, say it, and I'm saying it. If you've got a problem with it, take it up with Him. There's altars in the church, and if you're at your home, get on an altar on your knees right there. If you've got a problem with God saying, clean up your own self, then you got a problem with God, you ain't got a problem with me, because I don't know your life. I don't know your circumstances. I don't know who you're judging. I don't know what you're judging. It's none of my business, nor do I care, because I care about About my relationship with God, I care about whether I'm going to make heaven. I care about if He aparts that eastern sky tonight. I want to be the first one on that ride. I'm out of here. You know what? This life is not worth keeping. This earth is not worth living in. When we live here, we need to be representing, be ambassadors of Christ. Christ Himself longed to go back home to heaven. Christ Himself longed to be with the Father. We need to long to be with the Father. We need to to want that more than anything. We need that. We crave that. Even David, King David, he craved being with the Lord. He craved it. He wanted it so bad. Yes, did he mess up on earth? The longer he was on earth. no doubt and we're going to do that but you know what who are we to judge King David he repented he repented to God of his sins have you repented of yours today I repented of mine. Come on, this some, let's break some generational curses right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for our listening audience. And Lord, there have been so many negative words spoken against each and every individual God. There have been condemnation and, and, and curses just, put upon us. We break the stronghold right now we in the name of Jesus. We declare freedom for those that, that are, those those are listening to us right now. We declare oh, freedom in the Spirit. Oh, glory, we declare right now that the demonic depression is broken yer-soul, over them in the name of, of Jesus. No longer yer-soul, 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 will they be depressed. We rebuke the oppression of the, of the devil right now in the, the name of Jesus. Oh, we release the freedom of the Holy you Ghost upon them in you Jesus' so, name right now, now. And you do not make a mistake. The reality is, a lot of times we don't even know that we're saying. We're like the people at the foot of the cross when Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. A lot of times we know not what we do. So we need to ask oh, God, forgive us, for we know come here, what we do. Let Brother Matthew come pray over brother our listening audience so, tonight. So, come brother on, Brother Matthew. Matthew. And Father
1: God, we praise you for this day. We lift yes. up your praise name the in the middle of this time. Yes. Your name be exalted. Uh, your Hallelujah. word is... Thank you, Jesus. Because you've said that your word is exalted in heaven, and we yes. lift up. Your we lift up the Bible in this place, oh, the yes. truth of the Bible. Yes, Lord. Yes. And the words that we can stand upon, the yes. everlasting you, word, Jesus. because you said that Thank your Jesus. word and you are awesome. Yes. Holy and awesome is your name. You've exalted ah, yes. your word and we exalt your name. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Tonight, because we realize you're all, just give us just give it we've only begun to realize how awesome you are Lord Jesus but the fact uh, that you've given us your holy spirit to help us realize how awesome you are and that the lo- and that we can comprehend your love at all is just even awesome to be able to say anything in prayer is awesome <laughs> <laughs> to be able to pray yes, at all because yes. I oh, know that once I was I was it's at enmity Lord. and lost and I did yes. not know you, Thank you at Lord. all and now I do not Thank because you, I Lord. know you because you know us yes. and that's Thank the Lord. awesome praise that you, I have Lord. Uh, and that the truth of your Bible for, 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 for those to believe is real. So yes. so we should praise. Thank you, Lord. And we do that tonight yes. in your mighty name. Amen. In
0: Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus Amen. Jesus Amen. Name. Good prayer, brother. Hallelujah. Lord, we Amen. just thank you and we honor you tonight. You know, Hallelujah. we've been talking about being ambassadors for Christ. And we need to be that. Um, We need to be ambassadors. We need to be spreading the word about Jesus. But we need to clean ourselves up first. We need to know that when we have ought against someone, when we have unforgiveness, when we have bitterness, we need to go to God and ask for His forgiveness so that we can be those people that God created us to be. He created us for a specific time and reason and season. And God, we just thank you for that. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of of, of any unforgiveness I have, of bitterness. Lord, I ask you to just cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Open my heart to be uh, kind and considerate and to be an ambassador as Christ was. Help me to learn to be more Christ-like as the days go by. You know, in the book of Luke, in uh, chapter 12, it says that, um, you know, God knows us. He knows us so well. He knows us so much because he says here, Beware of the leaven of Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. You have no secrets from God. I hate to break it to you. I'm going to burst your bubble. But God God. has all your secrets right before him. There's not a thing you secretly think, do, or say that he does not know. He knows it all. He says it in his word, and it's right here. Therefore, whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. And when you have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you my friends be not afraid of them that kill the body and after that have no more that they can do but I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which hath which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea I say unto you fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings and not one of them is forgotten before God? He doesn't forget God doesn't have a memory problem. God doesn't. The only time He has a memory problem is when you repent of your sin, and then He can no longer remember your sin. So who are we to remember someone else's sin? We have no business remembering it. If it harmed us, then we can be aware that this person can cause harm. But we do not throw their sin up to them. God doesn't throw yours up. Don't throw somebody else's up. And if someone is not up to par to where you think they should be, pray for them. You know, it's not your job to uh, tear them down and build them back up. No one is supposed to do that. But even the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are more valuable than any sparrow. Also I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. And he that denieth me before I men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blaspheme against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. And when you bring into the synagogue, and unto the magistrates and powers, take ye no thought of how or what things you shall answer, or what you shall say. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in that same hour what you are to say. Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit tonight. We thank you for his gentle touch, for his kind words, for his gentleness of guiding us and leading us. We thank you for the fact that he is our guide. We thank you that you didn't leave us helpless. You didn't leave us wondering. You didn't leave us guessing. You gave us the Holy Spirit, and he is the one to help us be ambassadors of God as Christ was. We are to be ambassadors to teach the word to people. We are to share and show Jesus to everybody we meet. How can you be an ambassador of God if you are the most oppressed person I've ever met? How can you be an ambassador to God if you are the most fearful person I've ever met? How can you be an ambassador for God and show God if you are the most unforgiving person I've ever met, or if you're the most bitter person I've ever met? How on earth can you do what God has called you to do if you have any of those things in yourself that... That is a blockage. That is a blockade between you and God. And until you remove that blockade, there's not a thing that God can do to help you because you are blocking your connection to God. You are blocking the direct line. It has been crimped. It has been cut. It has been done all kinds of ways. It has got to be reconnected so that you can spend your time with the Father. Because without him and without the Holy Spirit and without Jesus, we cannot make it in this life, guys. We can't make it in these lives. There are so many things the devil throws at us on a daily basis. It's a miracle that any of us get through a day. You know, if you could see all of the things going on around you, if you could see all the demonic activity happening right now, all around you, even in churches you're praying, there is a demonic spiritual warfare going on right now. The devil wants you taken out, and God wants you saved. And when you're saved, he's still fighting for you because the devil wants to kill you. The more you do for God... And the faster he can kill you, the less you are a hindrance to him. And when you don't have God in your heart and he takes you out, there's no chance of you serving God. We need to think about that because the devil does not care if you live or die. And we need to start caring about ourselves and about others. We need to start caring what the word has to say. You know, Jesus came not to bring a sword. He didn't bring a sword. He came to bring love. He came to conquer the world through his love, through the Father's love. It's so funny because we keep thinking of Jesus with a sword. You know, when he comes and confronts Satan, he's going to have a sword. No, he's going to have the one coming out of his mouth, which is the Word of God. It is sharper than any two edged sword, and it's going to cut. Every one of those people that turned their back on him, the Word of God is going to kill them by cutting them. It's just going to cut them down. You know, He's not coming to destroy because that's not His desire. He does not desire to destroy anyone. He does not desire any of that. He desires for um, He desires that we can. Um, live in harmony and in peace. He desires for us to be one with Him. He does not want us to, to be miserable and, and die and, and all kinds of weirdness. That is not His goal for us. Um, he, he wants so much for us, and we don't pay attention. We don't listen. We don't let Him come into our hearts. And, and love us unconditionally.
1: We just don't do it.
0: You know, we try, but we just don't do it. There's absolutely nothing that we can do outside of the love of the Father because Jesus said that when we walk in love, he said, he said love the, the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And he said, love your neighbor as yourself there's nothing else that he said but love. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. And he said, love the Lord your God. You know, so we need to, um, we need to understand what it is that God has uh, put before us. We don't know, um, but we need to know. We need to figure it out. That means spending spending time in the word of God, spending time in prayer, Father, I come to you right now and I pray for the listeners. Father, I pray for every person that is hurting, every person that feels lost and undone, every person that feels frozen and and feels just abandoned and feels stuck in, in a miry clay, God. I come to you tonight, and I ask you for a touch for those people that are watching their children. You know, my daughter shared with me that they were at a hospital that was full of nothing but sick children, or children that were uh, attacked by some kind of demonic thing that that caused a sickness to come upon them or an injury. Lord, we just we just pray over these children. God, there's so many. You know, as The listeners of the radio, you know, you may have family. You may have a child in your family. You may have an adult in your family, somebody in the hospital, somebody injured, somebody that has been damaged by Satan's attack. God, we just ask you right now in Jesus' name. We cancel every assignment that has been sent out to the people that are hearing me, to the people in the church, to the people in our homes, to our family. We cancel all the evil assignments that were sent out against them. We just asked you, God, to do a supernatural thing. We asked you to come in in the supernatural, in the spirit, and do things that we can't possibly do. There's so many things we can't possibly do. You know, Lord, we need you now more than ever. We need you so that we can, um, so that we can pray for others. As you bring us through things, we need to pray for others that are going through. God, there's been so many blessings. You're opening doors for people that didn't seem to have a, a hope. You're, you're doing things for people that had the courage to take a step. And now, you know, they know now that you're the one that's guiding them. They know that your hand is what is in front of them and and what's holding them up when they feel like they can't take another step. When they're having to change their entire life because you ordained it. You chose to bring them out of the darkness, out of damage, out of black places, out of evil places. We know that it's your hand upon them. It's your hand that's doing this. It is your hand that is, Lord, we just know that it's your hand. It is not us. It is your hand, God. We thank you so much for everything that you're doing, God. We can't do this without you. There is no hope for us without Christ. There is no hope for us in the world. The world offers us nothing. Lord, we need to, as we surrender all to you, God, we just thank you. We thank you that we're able to surrender, that we're able to give you everything, that you, you just mean more to us than we mean. You know, God, we're surrendering our lives. That means we're cleaning ourselves up. As you shine the spotlight on us, we'll clean up those spots in the yard that need cleaned. We'll rake up the leaves. We'll, we'll get the garbage out. We'll do what we need to do so that when you shine your light on us, we see, you see you in us. That is our goal, for you to see you in us. Even though we are special and we are created as individuals that you love individually, God, our goal is... To shine you through us. We need to show the world you. The ones that are lost and have no hope. The hopeless and the hurting. All of those that are scared and and some that are in captivity right now, God. We ask you to bring their rescue. Rescue those that have been taken against their will. Rescue those that are held against their will. Rescue those that are bound and tortured. And God rescue those that need rescue from spiritual attacks, from physical attacks. God, these people need you. They need them they need to know that you're real. They need to know that you can hear them, that you will save them. Lord, there are some people, God, that there are so many bad things happening, God that it just it hurts my heart to think about, but I know that you are the one true God. I know that you and you alone can save and deliver and bring forth out of the darkness. Father God, send your angels. Send the angels to those that are hurting and lost and confused and captive. Set those captives free like you did for Peter and Silas and Paul. Get them out of those prisons, those bonds that they're in. Give them a way of escape. Make a way of escape for them because the devil wants to hold them prisoner with humans. He wants the human agents that he's using to hold them captive and to harm them. God, we ask you for to make a way of an escape make a way of an escape, God, because it's it's such a, a dark place out there. It's such a lonely place when you're captive like that. God, to those that are captive and bound in their spirit, send your Holy Spirit and, and speak and minister to them. Father God, whether it be in dreams or visions or, or a person. Go and help them become uncaptive in their hearts and in their souls. Lord, set them free. Set the captives free like your word says. Open blinded eyes, spiritually blind, God. Those people that think there is no God, open their eyes. Drop the scales from their eyes and show them that there is a God and that you are him and that you are the only God. Let them know that you are there. Open their blinded eyes, open their deaf ears, those that can't hear your word and hear the truth. Open those deaf ears in the spirit, God. Open the deaf ears, and Lord, bind the tongues that speak anything that is contrary to you and your word. We bind those tongues, even mine, Father God. In the name of Jesus, do not let me speak contrary to your word. Do not let me speak the things that do not belong to you. Lord, we claim these things. God I blame old old our Toto, the glorious automaticia hala la ma ka sole sola la sho la so hai do la re di so la ma hai te he e sola da 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 ma sola sola sho la freedom god freedom freedom break those chains break those bonds freedom Freedom to the soul, to the body, to the mind. Freedom, Holy Spirit. Freedom, angels. Angels, you go release those bonds in Jesus name. Freedom, Jesus. Freedom in you, God. Freedom in the word. Freedom, Father. Oh, hallelujah, la la Halla hallelujah! maka, hey hey. Do la hey hey, do halla me. So ho hallelujah! la la so hallelujah! Oh hallelujah! la me hey hey. Do let it a, do let me, Oh Father God, we praise you, Jesus. Oh hallelujah! me, hey. Oh hallelujah! maka, Freedom, Jesus, freedom. Freedom, Jesus, freedom. freedom. Where the the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. Bring your Spirit forth, God. Anoint us with your Spirit. Let Him dwell within us. Let Him guide us. Let Him be our, our guide today in Jesus' name. We honor you, we praise you, we give all to you, Father God, we thank you. The many miracles and blessings you have bestowed upon our lives. There's so many we can't count. There's a song called A Million Little Miracles, and you've done a million little miracles in each one of our lives. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We honor you, God. We just honor you tonight. We just honor you. Amen. We can't say thank you enough for the things you're doing, for the healings that are taking place. Every day, the healings that are coming to pass, oh, the deliverances that are coming to pass, the freedom that is coming to pass. We give you honor, God. We honor you tonight. We honor you for your freedom, for your freedom, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The hair Kohola all around us today. The hair so cool all around us The hair cool all around us Oh, how love us Oh, how love us Oh, Jesus, we praise you. We thank you for touching our bodies, for the healing touch from the top of our heads to the bottom of our feet, for touching the hem of your Glory. Lord, we thank you for it. We Hallelujah. praise you for those healings, you, yeah. for the physical healing, for the spiritual healing, Hallelujah. the emotional healing. We honor glory, you, God. Glory, glory, There's glory. nothing more we can do but honor you. We need to honor you. Thank you, Lord. Honor you, Father. Yes, we honor we you. Lord. Honor you, we, honor you Lord. we honor you, Father. We honor you, Lord. We Lord praise Jesus. you. Yes. We give you yes. honor we honor you father we shouldn't be asking for you to do something all the time we need to tell you we love you and we love you tonight father we love you and we honor you and we worship you and we give you all of ourselves oh we just thank you for the freedom the freedom Jesus We thank you we honor you God with all that we are and all that we ever will be we honor you we give you honor in the darkness and in the light we give you honor in the sickness and in the health we give you honor when we can't see and when we can't hear we honor you when we have full vision and full hearing we honor you when we can walk straight and we honor you when we limp a little we honor you when we fall down we honor you when we stand up we honor you when we wake up in the the morning. We honor you when we go to bed at night. We honor you with everything that there is in us. Every fiber of our being should be honoring you. And I do tonight. I honor you, God, because you answered the prayers without without begging. We didn't beg you. You just showed up and you touched that child. You just showed up and you became the leader in the room. You showed up and you just became the head of everything that was going on. You led the way. And Holy Spirit, we thank you. Holy Spirit we give you honor For being the guide that you are To teach us the right way To not walk in fear and doubt Oh Holy Spirit we honor you Jesus we honor you tonight For being that freedom For dying on that cross so that we would have The freedom that we have We honor you that we can worship you in spirit And in truth we honor you Jesus we just love you tonight We love you Father Son and Holy Spirit We love you. We love you and we give you honor. We just love you, God. Nothing more, nothing less. We just love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Father, and I love you, Holy Spirit. I love you from the bottom of my soul, from the bottom of my spirit, and the bottom of my being. I love you with everything that is in me. I love you more than I love anybody. I love you more than I love myself because I love you with a love that you love me, Father, that agape love. I can't love you more than you love me, but I love you with everything I got. I love you tonight, God. I just honor you and praise you. You mean so much to me. Holy Spirit, thank you so much for being my guide. Thank you so much for everything you're doing in my life, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for the things that you have brought me through. Thank you for the things you're going to bring me through. Thank you for the honor that you give me of being a nana. Thank you for the honor of being a mother. Thank you for the honor of being a wife. Thank you for the honor of serving you as my God and my Father and my Lord and my Savior and my Holy Spirit and my God. I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. you. Oh, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace that I have. Thank you, God, that I am just going to, I'm just going to follow you. I'm going to follow you till I walk right into heaven with you. I thank you, God, that I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I am not everything that you have made for me to be, but I'm working on it, and I thank you for that. I thank you for waking me up every day and giving me the encouragement to move closer to you. Thank you for your encouragement to be closer and to be a better Christian, to be a better person. Thank you for encouraging me to get up in the morning and seek you and be with you. Thank you for all those things, God. God. Thank you with everything that is within us. I I, I, I thank you for me. I thank you for pastor. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my grandchildren. I thank you for everybody in my family. I thank you for the church family. I thank you for every person in this church that is serving you, Father God. I thank you for every person that has a heart towards you, God. I thank you that they are able to walk in you, your love, and in your truth, and in your righteousness. God, not by our righteousness, but yours. Your righteousness is the only thing that matters. We are under your cover. We're under your armor. We're under the breastplate of righteousness, which is your righteousness, not our righteousness. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the helmet of salvation, thanks to Jesus. We have the shield of faith. We have the sword of the Spirit, which is your word. We're girt about by our loins with the truth. We have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Father God, we thank you for that armor. We thank you that you are leading us and guiding us into all truth and all righteousness. God, we thank you. We just thank you for being God. I thank you for being God. I love you and I honor you for that those of you that are with me on the radio I I can't tell tonight I don't know what's going on with that but I thank you and and I I just worship you in spirit and in truth Father I, I just give you all that I am all that I will ever be all that I have I thank you and I just I love you with all that you are God I love you and you just mean the world to me and sometimes it's good to just raise your hands and just worship him just worshiping worshiping god is one of the greatest gifts that we will ever have you know there's a place prepared for us And Jesus said in the book of Luke for us to strive to enter into the straight gate, for many I say unto you will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut the door, and you begin to stand without and knock on the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, he will answer. And, and say unto you, I, I know you church, not, out there I know you not, whence ye are. People and then then shall you begin to say, We have, and have eaten and drunken in, in thy presence, and thou hast taught us, reason, and taught in our, some our some streets. But he shall say, reason, I tell you, I know you not, whence ye are, depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out, then they shall come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last which shall be first, and there shall be first which were last. You know, that's a sad, sad day that we're going to encounter when God says, depart from me, I never knew you. And we say, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we pray in your name? Didn't we heal in your name? Didn't we preach in your name? Didn't we witness in your name? And he's going to look at us and say, depart from me, I never knew you. I don't want to be one of those. So I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure I'm one of those that comes from the east in the west and the north and the south and sits down in the kingdom of heaven because kingdom of heaven is my goal. My goal is the kingdom of heaven. That is where I'm going to go. That is where I belong. That is where I'm headed. I'm going there with or without anybody else in my family because I can't take them with me and I can't make them stay. All I can do is give them the word and pray that they'll accept the call when Jesus knocks on their heart. And that's all we can do about our loved ones, guys. All we can do is give them the word, give them the truth, and let Jesus knock on their heart. And if they answer, great. And if they don't, keep praying. But one day they might answer. You know, we don't know. We truly do not know. We don't know if... um, We do not know if uh, God is going to save them on today or tomorrow or next week or next month, all we know is that his word says that we are to pray one for another, we're to share, we're to be witnesses and ambassadors for Christ, we need to be an ambassador for God, we need to be the people that bring God to the world. Without us bringing the word, this world will die. This gen, the generations that are coming up are going to fall away. They are not going to stay with God unless someone sounds the trumpet, unless someone brings the word and proclaims that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall be glad and rejoice in it. We need to be sure that, Lord, we. Trust in me and I will be your God. Trust in me and I will be your God. Trust in me and I will save your soul. Trust in me and I will save your life. Trust in me and I will save those that are important to you. Because all need salvation. I will knock on the hearts. And if they answer, they will be my child. I will knock on the heart. And I will offer myself to them. A living sacrifice. It's up to them to choose. So keep praying for them guys. Keep praying for the people. Keep praying. Because God said he's going to knock. He is going to knock. He's going to knock on their hearts. It might be today. It might be tomorrow. It might be next month. We don't know. It's when they're receptive. God knows when they will be receptive to his knock. When they're the most receptive, he will knock on their hearts and when and they will either choose to answer or they will choose to ignore. But all you can do is pray for them. We cannot take people to heaven. We cannot take them to hell. We can't send people to hell. We can't send people to, send people to heaven. Contrary to the, the popular belief of the world that they can send a person to hell, they cannot. Because God's the, the one that says the final destination. Our final destination is only written... When you write, you know, He wrote our names in the Lamb's Book of Life. If your name is written in the Book of Life, then you have made that choice. Even though you backslide, He's still calling. He's waiting for you to return home. He's not leaving you alone. So if you know people that are lost and undone or people that are backslid on God... Put them in your mouth and pray for them. Pray for God to restore them. Don't bash them. Don't judge them. Don't condemn them. Don't strip them down. Don't tear them up and try to fix them your way. Put them in your mouth and say, God, they need you. They need you. They need your healing. They need your restoration. And when God restores... He skips over a lot of the garbage and he puts them back on solid ground. We are no one to judge who God redeems, who God restores. It's none of your business unless you're praying for him. It's none of your business if if God restores your worst enemy or he saves your worst enemy. You need to be grateful that he didn't take you out. Be grateful that, he said, pray for your enemies. Pray for those that persecute you and despitefully use you. It's your job to pray, not your job to judge. It's not your job to to condemn. You have no heaven or hell to put someone in. So sometimes the best thing we can do is keep our mouth shut. You know, I've learned that the hard way. There's a lot of times I have to say nothing. There's a lot of times I keep my mouth shut. I don't say what comes to my mind because the devil can put thoughts in your mind to get you to say them. And when he does, once you say them, they become alive. Our words are alive. God's words are alive. They have creative power. Our words have creative power. We can either tear down or we can build up. We either destroy or we set free. We do one or the other. We do one or the other. So... It's almost time for me to uh, sign off of here. Um, I hope I can leave you guys with the encouragement to build up and to not tear down, to build up and not destroy. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name for everything that you're doing. And I, We have uh, Sunday morning church at 11 o'clock. We have Thursday praise band uh Worship band practice and teen youth the teens are um, here at six o'clock on Thursdays. Wednesday night we have seven o'clock Wednesday night family worship and um, at 6:30 we uh, bring the children in and feed them. That's our, our children's church time or our, our little kid church. Um, we hope to see you here on Wednesday and on Thursday. Sunday morning, 11 o'clock here at 1030 West College Street in Bowden, Georgia. We hope you have a blessed night. And with that, I'm going to say, you know, praise the Lord for you. And um, I pray that God will bless your your heart and that uh, things will move forward. In Jesus' name, we just thank you. And we praise you for tonight, Lord. And I dismiss my radio program by saying, God, Bless those that are listening, bless those that are praying, bless those that have a heart to hear, a mind that is clear. And God, we just honor you and we just thank you. And so with that, I will say God bless and good night. We love you guys and hope to see you soon.